Welcome to The Health Connection, consciously inspiring your success. The podcast that will inspire you to achieve your optimal health and empower your mind. Where the integration of both East and West unite to give you tips, methods, and inspiration to live the life you desire. With your host, trainer and speaker, doctor of oriental medicine, licensed acupuncture physician, Tai Chi and Qigong instructor, Justin Fontanini. Get ready for an amazing show starting right now. Welcome back. This is Health Connection. I'm your host, Justin Fontanini, where every day is a great day. Today is a uh, continuation of the past body-mind connections. This is number four. And before we get started, I have a power quote for you from uh, Wayne Dyer. It's one of my favorite quotes, and uh, it makes you think. And personally, I've used it in my life, and it's given me clarity and helped me with the uh, way I look at things and you know how I can change, upgrade, and improve. So I want to share it with you today. And uh, it goes like this. It says... If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. It's all about our, our vision and our, our interpretation of the world, of people, things, places, events, and situations that uh, lead to a specific outcome. So as we look at life and we have our own interpretation of it, it's going to uh, give us a certain effect inside. We're going to have certain emotions. We're going to have certain uh, reactions internally. But if we change the way we look at things, even if it's looking at something that may be negative and seeing the positive in it, then then it changes. It can have a more of a positive outcome. And and really this one connects into the law of attraction because if we look at life and we say, "Wow, this event is not so exciting. I really don't like it." And then we get mad and frustrated. As soon as we start to feel mad and frustrated, as soon as we vibrate at that level, We're going to attract and draw in different people, places, things, events, and circumstances that resonate with that angry or grumpy feeling within inside of us. But if we have a hard situation that we're going through and we look at it and we say, hey, this is strange, Uh, maybe there's something good out of it we can learn from this experience. When we're optimistic and when we stay positive, next thing we start to attract the better aspect of what, what it is all about. So... I like this. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So that's a, a goal for all of us, just to change the way we look at things. Instead of saying, oh, this sucks, this is terrible, my life is horrible. Hey, look at it as it is and then try to upgrade it and see where you can improve. So later the things change, okay? So this quote I really like from uh, Wayne Dyer. Unfortunately, he passed away, but he's left uh, the world. Tremendous teachings that uh, will continue for probably hundreds if not thousands of years. So this is great. And uh, with that said, let's get right into our, the fourth aspect of the body-mind connection. And what we're going to talk about is how the body and the mind connect. Uh, from the past ones, we talked different aspects of it. But today, let's talk specifically about the emotions and the organ and different body parts, tissues, and stuff like that that the Chinese medicine has left us. See, they left us a great deal of information and wisdom that we can utilize. So, for example, the lung, the lungs associated with grief or sadness. And we wouldn't think of an emotion like grief or sadness or a feeling like that that, that would connect to an organ. We usually think that's all in our mind, but the ancient Chinese, they they left us a system to uh, show us a correlationship between the, the body and the mind. So, for example, if someone is always sad, 
They always get into situations and circumstances, relationships, things in life that make them sad. The more they get sad, the lung health, the lung vitality, the lung chi is going to become weak. And as it gets weaker, next thing it's going to you're going to get colds and flus easy. You're going to have uh, respiratory situations easier. And this is the this is how the the emotion, the um, the uh, the feeling as we experience it, it interact and have a harmful effect on the lung. So it's quite interesting. On the positive note, when the lung is quite healthy, this kind of uh, energetic nature is going to cause someone to have a leadership ability. They're going to be goal setting. They're going to have a, a propensity to, to rise to the top. They're going to be number one. So they're going to have this type of nature. So the, the lung energy whether positive or negative, is going to show a different characteristic in the person. So as we analyze people, we can, you know, relatively quite easily, hey, this person seems really pissed off all the time. We know right away, boom, what's up with their liver? And then if it's to the extreme, when they have excessive anger and frustration, we know there's there's a liver issue, there's something not functioning properly. So each organ, it has a positive and a negative uh, aspect that relates to our character, some aspect to our personality and our emotional well-being. So it's quite unique. So back to the lung. In reverse, if the lung is not so strong and it gets sick easy, you know, respiratory illnesses, you're smoking, you're around chemicals, paints, perfumes, air fresheners, all these artificial smells, the more stuff, whether it's mold or dust, whatever it may be, pollen, allergens, the more stuff that affects the lung, as the lung starts to get weak. Of course, we're going to have respiratory issues and stuff like that, but as the lung gets weaker, it's going to affect the, the character of us, and we're going to get sad easier, we're going to have grief easier, and then the, uh, the ability of the lung, it'll reflect into our character. It's very interesting. The lung also connects into the skin and the thyroid and the energy, the life force of the body through the oxygen, but not only the oxygen, the literal chi, the life force that flows through the channels and the meridians that the acupuncturists treat. And also, the, uh, the lung has a very close connection to the bowel and to the colon health. So if someone's really constipated, we look into the lung to see if there's some lung situation that's affecting their colon. It's very interesting. Reverse, if someone's very constipated, and if that goes on for so many years, it's going to reflect into the lung health. And of course, in Chinese medicine, when someone's constipated and they can't eliminate the, the fecal matter, the toxins, the body's waste products, the food waste product, that it gets stuck in the body, it's going to flood in through the bloodstream, into the lymph, into the liver, kidney. They're going to get dirty and plugged up, and then it's going to continue. From there, it's going to show up on the skin as maybe uh, different skin disorders, eczema, psoriasis, or acne. So when we see the skin problem, we relate it to the the uh, lung and the colon, which are inside the metal element. So it's quite unique. So see how the, the body physically, like the lung, it can affect and then reflect into our mind with sadness and grief. And then if we have a lot of sadness and grief in our life, it can reflect internally and harm the lung. Now a healthy lung, respiration's good, bowel movement's good, skin's healthy and clean, energy good, thyroid looks great, the uh, respiration, you know, adequate. You can exercise you can do you can go the quality of being a leader to be able to uh, be a, a perfectionist to set goals in your life to be able to accomplish things these qualities are going to be quite strong in the uh, but when the lung health decreases 
all these are going to change and shift. So that's how we look at the body. We don't look at the body as just one piece. We see the whole unit. So that's all about the lung, the large intestine, the metal element, and the emotions, the character, positive and negative. Quite interesting, right? So the next one let's go into is the kidney. The kidney, the healthier the kidney, the more stronger someone's willpower, drive, the motive force, the power to be able to go through life with with like no fear. It's gonna you're gonna have that experience. But when the kidney becomes weak, you're gonna be fearful easy. You're gonna get scared really easy. You're gonna be frightful. And then the stress, the stress is gonna hit you hard and easy because the adrenal glands that are on top of the kidney, they're your stress glands. So someone that gets overstressed is going to affect the kidney in a negative way. And when the kidney is too weak, you're going to be scared to do things. You're going to be scared to ask that pretty lady out, the gentleman out. You're going to be scared to ask your boss for a raise. You're going to be more fearful. You're going to be more reserved. You're not going to be so outgoing. So the kidney and the adrenal gland, the adrenal gland is associated with the endocrine system. And uh, the kidney system in the Chinese medicine has the, the belief and the connection that it, it regulates the bones. The health of the bones is in direct relationship with the health of the kidneys and the adrenals. It also governs the reproductive system the, uh, for male and female, the bowel movement, and the urination. So the kidney energetic aspect, it, it controls the peristalsis. So that peristalsis, that movement of the colon to make you have a bowel movement, it's the kidney energy in the Chinese medicine that's governing that aspect. The kidney also is believed to uh, open up into the ears, connect to the ears, and unite with the brain. So the, the, uh, the ability to learn and to uh, have a clear mind and a sharp hearing for a long time in your life is all dependent on the kidney energy. The kidneys we call the seat of your life. It's the foundation. It's very important as a very strong uh, aspect to give us the life force, the vitality. The color of the hair is uh, very closely related. The quality and the color of the hair closely related to the, uh, the kidney. The kidney in the positive sense, it's, uh, it brings forth the loving nature, the very giving, compassionate uh, nature of somebody. Very, very uh, caring, nurturing. These positive aspects come from a healthy kidney. When the kidney loses health or life force or vitality, next thing, people get scared easy, they're fearful, they're frightful, stress comes and attacks them very easy, they can't, they can't uh, deal with the stress too easy. So these are the positive and negative aspects of the character. Now, of course, if, if the kidney is healthy, we're going to have more of a positive character. When the kidney's health decreases, these uh, negative aspects are come out easier. But if we're stressed over uh, years and years, we're getting you know different situations that scare us, make us frightful. All these, these things, the stress, the fear, the fright, being scared, it's going to hammer the kidney. The kidney is going to burn out, and it's going to become weaker and weaker. So ba basically, it's connected to the adrenal gland, but not only the adrenal, it's a bigger picture than that because it goes in through the rest of the uh, endocrine system. It controls the energetic aspect of the chi flow that goes through the meridians and the acupuncture points. So that'll give you a little bigger you know, idea for the kidney. It's very, very crucial. So the body-mind connection, how the emotions affect the kidney, how the kidney's health will reflect into our character. Very unique. The next one we're going to talk about is the liver. The liver is in the wood element, Chinese medicine. It's associated with the 
anger, frustration, rage, resentment, irritability. So anytime the liver is not functioning properly, can't eliminate toxins and waste material, the blood's going to get dirty, it's going to reflect into the character and cause these negative emotions. And then as these negative emotions rise up and become predominant in our life, it's just a sign that the liver's not functioning properly. But of course, if we get into situations, circumstances, uh, events, different, you know, whatever it may be, that cause us to be angry, mad, frustrated, pissed off, you know, whatever it may be, all these emotions are going to have a negative impact on the liver. It's going to cause the liver to spasm, contract, and then cut off the blood flow through the liver, and it's going to harm the rest of the body. So in the Western medicine, we know the liver has, I think they say, about 600 functions, so many things. When these emotions become very predominant in our life and excessive, the liver as it malfunctions, those 600 things, they're going to also start to malfunction and they're going to show up as various symptoms. So that's why the liver health is so crucial. Make sure you eat well, don't drink, don't do drugs, watch out, too many medications, side effects, whatever. Drink enough fluid, keep your exercise moving well. So the liver, do whatever you can to keep the liver health you know, really important. It's very crucial for your whole life. Even doing a spring detox every year for your liver, it's like maintenance for your life, just like you change your oil. Don't change your oil. Engine's going to break down. Don't clean your liver. Detox the liver in the springtime. Next thing is going to malfunction sometime later. The liver in the Chinese medicine and the wood element, it governs every aspect of the tendon and ligament. So as we see someone that's very stiff, very rigid, very inflexible. We know this direct connection between the liver and the tendon and the ligament. There's something malfunctioning there. You know, it's not working so right. Not only that, it control the eyes. So the vision, the eye health is a close relationship to the liver. The healthier the liver, the better the eye, of course. And the uh, hair quality, the thicker the hair, no falling out of hair. We look at the liver. The liver blood, we think, is like a fertilizer to go up to the scalp to provide the nutrients, oxygen, and blood flow to allow the hair to grow. Of course, in Western medicine, we look at the thyroid. It's also very crucial, but the thyroid by itself is not enough. We've got to look at the interaction between the whole. That's why as we look at the body, it's like a... As we look at like a company, we have the CEO, we have the managers, we got the staff, we got the uh, the cleaning crew, we got the advertising crew. They all work together to make the company run properly. The body is the same. Endocrine, organ, all the body part, the body and the mind, they all connect together to work synchronistically and function properly, okay? So that's kind of how it connects. The, uh, the blood volume in the Chinese medicine, the liver looks like a gas tank. In the Western medicine, same concept. The liver is believed to store about about 16 to 18% blood volume, like the literal blood volume. So it's like a real gas tank that, that holds the blood of the body. In the Chinese medicine, they believe at nighttime, the optimal way to sleep is on your right side. So the liver, all the blood flow and the volume goes back into the liver, get clean and uh, transform for the next day. And then keep the heart on the upper part up more in the air so you're you're sleeping on the right side your left side's up so the less pressure on the heart but of course it's hard to stay in one you know one side throughout the night so we do the best we can the liver besides these negative uh, aspects such as the uh, anger frustration rage resentment you know being pissed off irritable the positive ones when the liver function is optimal it, it reflects into our character as a strong individual like a general of the army that can take lead 
organize, start things, finish things, have logical thinking, all these aspects, these connect to the positive health of the liver. So in our mind, if our mind is very organized, very logical thinking, we can start things, we can finish things, we can take take the control of a situation like a manager would, then it's a reflection that the liver is quite healthy. So these positive and negative aspects can affect the liver. So if we're pissed off all the time, it'll affect the liver's health. If the liver's health is not good, we're going to be pissed off all the time. See the mere the mere reaction. The liver health, when it's really good, hey, this is a very, very good individual can start and finish things, very organized, very logical thinking in their life. They can take control of their life. They can make a plan. They can have a, a, a strategy or a plan to go through to complete some task at hand. So the liver, you can see how it reflects in the different aspects of our body. So how the body affect the mind, and how the mind, the negative emotions affect the body. So these go a little more detail into the organ relationships. The next one is going to be associated with the fire element. Heart is in the fire element. Heart also, uh, they think it, you know, is like a like a sun. So they connect with the fire, the the mode of life force. Without the heart, is the emperor of the body. Without it, that's it. We're done. Heart is associated with around one to uh, eleven to one in the, around noontime. Also, in the fire time of the season, is associated with the summer. So it's interesting to note that the heart attacks, they can often occur around noon and a lot in the summertime when it's high heat, high temperature. So the heart, the fire element, very unique. Its positive characteristic is going to be more like joy, love, happiness, all these type of uh, situations. Uh, The communication ability, the ability to be able to speak, to teach, whether it's a, a verbal communication or... The introvert aspect of the heart through communication, through dancing, through music, different things like that. These are all connected with the heart. So the heart health, when it's really strong, you're going to see a loving individual, a very happy person, a very joyful person. Their communication is clear. They're able to speak. They're very able to teach. They're very, uh, their ability to speak very clearly and organize is very good. They, uh, they can dance. They can perform. They can do music. They can interact with people, a very outgoing nature. But when the uh, when the heart health it decreases, it might show up in the uh, anxiety, panic attacks. Someone that can't speak well, they com- their communication is not clear. What they talk, you can't understand. And when they speak, maybe there's a little stutter. So the all these things they can reflect the health of the heart. But of course, if the communication is clear. The communication is very powerful. The teaching ability is good. Or the performance ability in an introvert way through the uh, dancing, through the music, and all these other natures. The, uh, when it's very powerful, it's a sign that the heart health, the force, the chi, the, uh, the, the nature of the heart is a very, in a very healthy state. And of course there's going to be joy, happiness, and love. But when the heart health decreases, the life force decreases, the chi decreases. The person is going to get me more, more anxious, a fast heartbeat, palpitations, panic attacks come easy. They're not going to want to talk. They're not going to be outgoing. They're going to be more reserved. They're going to be actually scared to speak in front of people. They can never teach. There's no way they're going to be good at music. And they also won't want to do any kind of dancing or tai chi, any kind of uh, uh, communication through the body language like that way. So, uh, But if someone's really good at ballet, tai chi, 
you know, body art communication. They're good at speaking, talking. They uh, they have a lot of love, happiness. They like to be, you know, kind of outgoing person. It's a reflection. The heart health is in a very good state. The heart in the Chinese medicine within this fire element, it control out with the blood, the uh, the vascular system. And so when the heart is in a healthy state, the vascular system's healthy. If the vascular system's healthy, the heart's going to be healthy. It's going to reflect into a positive character and a positive uh, nature, like these these type of ways. So that's the interaction between the positive and negative roles of the character. And these aspects, if if we get a lot of uh, anxiety and and we get panic attacks and stuff in life from different situations and circumstances. If we get that excessive, we get too much of that. Next thing, hey, there goes your racing heart. The anxiety is going to get more, palpitations. There goes your love, joy, and your happiness. The heart health will decrease and it'll show up as symptoms. Chest pain, stabbing pain, you know, and uh, palpitations, whatever maybe may be. It's going to affect the vascular system. Get lightheaded, dizzy, easy, cold hands and feet because lack of blood flow and warmth to the fingers and the toes so you can see how all this connect very dynamically as one whole unit it's a very amazing thing to observe and to experience through the life and uh, so that's the fire element next one we're going to jump into is the spleen the pancreas and the uh, this is part of the earth element in the chinese medicine which also has a stomach so these organs the spleen and the pancreas they have a a little unique uh, connection with the Chinese and Western medicine. So uh, this aspect, when the spleen and the pancreas are really healthy, it uh, it reflects into very strange. It basically reflects into the character of a person that's like the CEO. They're like the big boss. They're very uh, very controlling. They're very uh, powerful, like a CEO would. Just think of a CEO, and uh, if a CEO walked in the room, hey, get into your best behavior, act like you're working, don't be jacking around, you're going to get in trouble. This this energy, when the spleen and the pancreas are very powerful, it, it shows up in the character and the nature of somebody that looks like that. And they have a very high ability to uh, attract wealth, to attract uh, money, and be able to manage money and to regulate it in their life. So people with a very strong energetic nature on the spleen the pancreas they they should do pretty good with finances and to be able to control them invest them and develop it to a higher level but when the spleen energy becomes too weak too deficient and or it's insufficient completely at all it, the person's going to have uh, financial issues they're not going to have uh, the ability to manage wealth or attract wealth or be able to uh, you know save money at all and uh, they they lose the power of a person like the CEO type, they don't have that power. So these people, when the spleen pancreas is a little bit too weak, insufficient, they're going to get ran over in life easy. They're going to get pushed around easier because of the strength, the strength inside, it's not there. So when someone else comes stronger, they're going to run right over them. So the spleen and pancreas, that's kind of the, the aspect of one part. Of course, the emotional nature, when the spleen is also weak, that person's going to worry easy. They're going to overthink they're not going to be able to uh, make a decision quickly because they have to overthink it. Oh, let me take my time. I need a few months to think about you know, what, kind of, what I would like for dinner or if I should buy that vehicle. I don't know what kind of clothes I want to wear. You know, is a thinking ability. So this one in Chinese we call the spleen, pancreas area. It dominates yeah, the yi, the intention, the thought. So it's very important to develop these. And uh, also pensiveness. Pensiveness is in there as well. 
But if someone, their mind is very strong, they can make up uh, their mind very easy, their decision-making power is very clear, their intention, their focus on what they want is very powerful, is going to be a reflection that the spleen pancreas, the earth element is very conditioned, very strong, very powerful. And then when they, when the spleen pancreas is very strong, very powerful, they're going to be able to uh, control, dominate situations, they're going to help guide people, lead people because they're so you know, powerful, and they're going to be able to do track money, manage money, make money, save money. All these natures are going to be in there. So it's quite, quite interesting as we look at this, uh, the positive and the negative aspect of the, the spleen pancreas and how the organ reflect into our mind and how the mind, if we get into situations like too much thinking, too much study, too much reading, too much, uh, worrying in life, too much pensiveness, too much of this is going to affect the spleen and the pancreas, make it weaker and weaker. And it's going to show up into a digestive situation. We're going to lose a lot of absorption ability. Our absorption power is going to decrease. And then the uh, over time, our muscles will become more weak because we're not absorbing the nutrition. So then we can't absorb and then build the muscle. So the flesh, the muscles are also dominated by the spleen and the pancreas within the earth element. Very interesting. The appetite is also controlled by the spleen and pancreas. When the appetite's good, the uh, it's a reflection that the earth element's in a healthy state. When the digestion's good, reflection of the, the earth element being very healthy. The when you have a desire for meals and you're hungry, earth element's in a good situation. The uh, so this one gives you a little idea, reflection on how it. It connects right to the digestive system. Also, the spleen, it's in the lymphatic system. The spleen, when it's very healthy, the water metabolism circulation is very sufficient through the body. It flows very easily. But when the spleen can't transport the water, next thing is going to affect how we feel. Our energy is going to go down. It's going to affect our appetite. It's going to affect the negative emotions, more worry, more overthinking, the uh, the ability to control, dominate, or take care of the wealth. It's going to decrease. So it's very interesting. The water metabolism, it needs to be in a healthy state. But when it decreases, it's a, a reflection of the, the earth element not functioning properly, the spleen and stomach, the lymph. It's not moving so well. So it needs a life force, chi, to be able to move well. And it needs positive thinking, positive emotions to uh, have a positive effect on the body. Now, each one of these, they uh, they all connect together. Now, of course, it, we could go into a lot more details, but I just want to give you step-by-step, a step, little, little insight of how what we think, whether it's anger, frustration, sadness, fear, happiness, joy, anxiety, or overthinking or overstudy too much mental work, how they're going to reflect into the organ, affect the organ's health. And as the organ health breaks down, it's going to reflect in the different parts of our body, whether urination, the brain, the ears, tendon, ligament, the eye, the hair, the vascular system, or the thyroid, the bowel, the colon, whatever it may be. So you can see how these all dynamically connect from the body, the affect the mind, the mind affect the body, and vice versa. And how the mind can affect the organ, how the organ reflect into the different tissues and sense organs in the body or other organs itself. It's very important to learn the body-mind connection to keep the mind optimistic, positive, good attitude, a good character, a good personality, good nature. Keep the organs healthy. Take care of them with everything we consume and then all the emotions, keep them positive so the organs don't get damaged. So then pretty soon, we take care of our mind, it reflects into a healthy body. We take care of the body, 
it reflects into a healthy mind. You see the interaction here? The uh, As I give you this insight, don't stop here. Go study for yourself. Go on to Dr. Google. Check him out. He's got all the information on Google. You can see everything. You don't even need to buy a book. But of course, if you do buy a book, you can get more insight. And I can give you two recommendations. The web that has no weaver is one I would recommend. Another one is called Between Heaven and Earth. It's another great book. You can check these out. Of course, there's lots. Just check them out. You can get more insight. This is a part of your education for your life. You see, what I believe, the more we have knowledge, the more we know and understand, the better we are going to be in success with our health, with our finances, with our relationship. So we study different topic, different aspect. We diversify ourselves to uh, learn different things to help us. If we only focus on finances, you can have a million dollars. But if you don't focus on your health and learn how to take care of your health, take care of the body, take care of the mind, keep your core strength strong, keep your mind positive, don't pollute it with negativity, then you're never going to enjoy the money. But if you have a fair amount of money and you have a good mind, a good body, hey, hey, we're talking, we're going to have some fun now. But you see how they connect. They all, all these different aspects in our life, we got to study and learn different aspects. Learn about finances, learn about the health, learn about relationships, learn about different culture, learn about gardening, learn about investing, learn about different um, exercises, tai chi, yoga, whatever it may be. Study all these different topics. Try to keep them relatively balanced. And then that way, your life is shows out in, in a more positive way, more you have more, uh, you know, benefits in life. So you can enjoy life. So you can enjoy friends, family. You can travel, all this stuff. So uh, I think that gives you a little clearer picture. And uh, I think we're going to do one last one. I'm going to talk about Tai Chi. And the next one, I think it would be number number five. Maybe we'll do six. We'll see. The, uh, with that said, I uh, if you like this podcast... Go ahead and click the subscribe button. That way we can shoot you a future update so you can get the next one that comes out. And I hope you guys have a great day. If you like this podcast, listen to it again. There's a lot in there. Maybe you can uh, get a little more detail the second time. I, uh, the secret to learning, by the way, is uh, repetition. So we call it the quantity. The more quantity you have, you study, 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 even if it's the same stuff. Later, the quality show up. Sometimes you hear something once, you'll forget half of it or most of it. But if you study the same thing twice, three times, four times, the quantity later shows up as the quality in in your understanding and the reflection. Then it shows up in your life. So these things are not meant for just just to listen to for something fun to do to uh, you know pass the time. They're meant to study, to learn, to incorporate into your life, and then uh, to use it for some benefit in your whole life so with that said i'm signing off i'll see you guys next time you guys have a great day Uh, until next time we'll see you then